<laughs> Welcome back to the Skeleton Crew's A Nightmare on Elm Street Retrospective. It's time to relive the nightmares with your hosts, Jamie Jenkins, Dave Z, Matt Wazell, and Alex Edwards. Get ready for an in-depth look into the movies that haunted your dreams since 1984. So put down that coffee and toss that bottle of Hypnosil. <laughs> if you think you'll get out of this retrospective alive, you must be dreaming. <laughs> What's up, guys? It is the Skeleton Crew, and we are back. This is our Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective, where we go through every single Nightmare on Elm Street movie for June and July this summer. That's what we're doing this summer, guys. So this is Alex, and uh, something's trying to get inside my body, and I'm here trying to get some sleep with Jamie Jenkins. What's up, Jamie? Screw sleep! Yes, yes, sleep will kill you. Now it's time to sit down with my main man, Dave Z. What's up, Dave? Well, fuck you, Will! Fuck you! You sit down! Yeah. Alright, I'll sit down, sure. And last but not least, it's slumber party time with Matt Wazell. How's that for a wet dream? They're the only kind I remember, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited here, guys. It is the eight weeks of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I said, for all of June and July, we are going to release one show a week for eight straight weeks for eight movies. Fred Krueger returns once again to haunt both the dreams of his daughter and Springwood's last surviving teenager. Welcome. To a brand new nightmare. Great to be back in business. The final nightmare. Did you mind your girlfriend? I won't tell. This is my favorite. It's gotta be me and him. We're gonna have to hit him with everything I've got. Cool. Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. They saved the best for last. Rated R. Starts Friday, September 13th at a theater near you. Guys, this time we get into the final. I guess this is the last review of the retrospective, right? Because it says here, "Freddy's dead." The final. Okay, so we're we're done. I could have sworn we'd fill out July, but this is it. Jason went to hell too. Oh, he did. Oh, so we didn't. Wait, how did how did we end up reviewing Jason X and Jason vs. Freddy and a remake then? Because they lie. They're lying. I, I thought you're not allowed to do false advertising. 
So Robert England plays Freddy Krueger. Lisa Zane plays Maggie Burroughs. Sean Greenblatt plays John Doe. That's the kid who lost his memory. Blatt. Blatt. And Lisa Zane plays uh, Freddy's daughter. Leslie Dean plays Tracy, the girl who is a poor man's uh, Jodie Foster. Discount Jodie Foster, that's what I call her. Discount Jodie Foster? Discount. What about what this girl looks like now? You guys see that? Oh my god. Two different paths, that's definitely for sure, yeah. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck, man? She's fucking whacked out, like tripping on acid nonstop or something. I don't know. Well, she actually says in Never Sleep Again that this film is responsible for her taking a path that sort of led her to peel back some memories and remember when she was molested as a child or something. But then I'm thinking, is that path what led you to today? Because she has a pet in the in her when she's in the video for Never Sleep Again, she has a pet, but it which is like a girl. And she just sort of it's weird. It's oh, that's cool. her. I envy this bitch. I want a pet chick. I mean <laughs> Well she's a carpet muncher. Yeah. So oh. that's how that happened. She said something about peeling it back, you said? She's a, she's a laser. <laughs> right. You didn't know? Yeah, I guess now I do. <laughs> <laughs> she was so happy, though, when we revealed what a banana laser is. She was thrilled. Dude. Yeah, yeah, guys. I just want to take a quick second to plug uh, my podcast. Thanks for having me on this one, by the way. But, uh, you know, I, I host this uh, show called Banana Laser. It's also on Horophilia.com. It's with two other assholes. And... Uh, we just had our banana anniversary, so you guys should check so it out. So cute, sure. banana anniversary. Ricky Dean Logan plays Carlos, the kid who's hard of hearing. Brecken Meyer, supposedly he's a big actor now. Uh, he is Spencer, the guy with the horrific haircut that resembles the older version of Bill on the movie It. Uh, this, this whole <laughs> this whole short hair in the front, ponytail in the back thing is just crazy to me. As a 90s haircut through and through right now. Oh, God. He looks like that kid from The Craft. And I think that kid from The Craft is somewhat famous. Is that like Seth somebody or some shit? You know what talk? Jamie will not. Seth Green? Is is Seth Green in in The Craft? No. I don't know. Okay, who's that kid that says, what's that snail trail scene over there when the girl's talking in class? That's Brecken Meyer. Okay, well, poor man's Brecken Meyer then. Okay. (laughs) No, but it, no, wait, but he is, is Breckenmire. It's the same so. guy. It, it Are you actually, fucking for real? Yes, it's the same guy. Oh. <laughs> so they He's also uh, Franklin and or Bash on the USA Network. He actually had oh. he had a big career for a bit there. Like he was in, um, see, a road trip. Um, yeah, sure. like a bunch of yeah, teams. road trip, rat race, Garfield, Clueless. Well, yeah, that's Franklin and Bash on the USA Network. Come on, people. Oh, I thought his name was Seth all these years. Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that because he did used to be on Adult Swim a lot because he and Seth Green were friends. I don't, I don't know if he still is or not, but on Adult Swim on uh, Robot you know, Chicken, Robot Chicken, yeah. Oh, that's it then. Okay. And now he acts with uh, Zach from Say by the Bell on something. Franklin on- and Bash. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt might know what it is. <laughs> is my mic on mute? <laughs> Does that kid stay John Doe the whole movie? You mentioned. Yes. Did we never find out his name? No, because he's not Freddy's kid. You don't find out anything about him. It's fucking stupid. Okay, no, who no. wants to know? I want to know. I wish I didn't know anything about any of these people. <laughs> y- Yafit Koto is supposedly a famous guy. He plays the doctor. He's an alien. Oh, he is? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr came done. Johnny, Johnny Deep came back. Johnny Deep! Johnny Deep. Yeah. 
I'd go deep on him. <laughs> how weird is it how this movie opens up? You know how they do these, like, Edgar Allan quote? Edgar Allan Poe quotes and stuff about sleep, uh, slices of death, how I hate sleep or something like that. How I loathe them. Yeah, how I loathe them. Now the quote is, to start this movie, welcome to primetime bitch. <laughs> and that's what I like about one, They have a previous one. With, but, They're bringing it yeah. back, guys. They're bringing I, I it back. That's probably to tell people, hey, if you're wondering why he says bitch so much, uh, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this guy does not stop with the bitch. But let me say, I like that they do that with Welcome to Primetime Bitch, because in my opinion, that sets the tone for this movie. It just said, okay, we're just coming right out and saying that this is a fucking joke now. This isn't <laughs> part four and five where <laughs> we're taking our You're going to want your money back, bitch. That will set the tone for this film. We got your money, bitch. They should have had Bugs Bunny it. come out and introduce the fucking movie then, if yeah. that's the case. That Freddy, sets the fucking tone. We get Freddy Coyote. Jesus Christ. <laughs> With the spite uh, bed of nails, uh, Alice Cooper shit. Oh, wow, that's weird. Alice Cooper is in this movie. Oh, look at that. Now, a, a really big thing happened. A lady who was in on the whole series from the beginning, I think, she uh, got the chance to direct this movie. Uh, what's her name? Talalay! Talalay. <laughs> Hilly ho! This was a big plus for this movie. She really brought the Warner Brothers cartoon thing to life, I think. Oh, my God. Well, thank God for that. Uh, That's exactly what this series was missing. (laughs) Now, how do you guys feel she did at her stint in directing A Nightmare on Elm Street? Terrible, because obviously she has no control over anybody on this movie set because... There are moments in the movie where you feel like, man, this if they just did this a little different, it could be creepy and effective. But there is zero creepiness throughout this movie whatsoever. Like what? later in the movie, you get to the, 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 the town of Springwood and there's no kids. And some of the moments where the parents are talking to themselves and wanting kids and teaching a class of, empty, of no one could be actually creepy. But it's just silly. It right. I think it it, it makes a, a wrong turn. And when we get that overhead shot of the carnival and it's really empty and run down and you see just grown ups wandering around, that could be a really effective moment. As a matter of fact, I like that shot. But then we, and then but then they ruin it by having Tom and Roseanne being all goofy and over Ethel. the top. Ethel, you know they bring him. Yeah. <laughs> then when they go again, like Matt said, when they go to the school and you have the teacher in the school teaching no one, you know, it that alone is a really creepy idea. But then you just have him mumbling stuff that doesn't even I mean, I, I mean, OK, he says 1492. Freddie still. No, he didn't. Yeah. Why did they change the date? If he was talking about he actual flipped. things, then that would be really creepy. But the fact that he's what? just rhyming shit, it just I don't know. It. It pulls me out. And um, in 1978, he killed his sister. Ten years later, he came back for his knees. Ten years after that, he went to kill his sister again. That would have been better. Yes. <laughs> and here's about that scene anyway. I mean, you've got this guy, and then you learn one thing. You learn that they took his kid, and that's the only thing you learn. And then you what hightail it out of the room. I mean, I think I would probably be trying to 
milk this guy for more information or something. To me, that just seems weird. It's just like, oh, we have a fact. Let's go. Yeah, they're and, looking for clues as it is. <laughs> Here's a guy right. spewing clues. Some of them are <laughs> bullshit. Some aren't. But, hey, maybe stick around for the full lesson. But, yo, they flipped. They flipped the fuck out. And this is where the series needed to go. This to me. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you why. Because four fucking completely fucked up the series, and five fucked it up some more. And they, this movie, to me, this is the Jason X of, of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. And what I, I mean by Jason that, X is good. It knows what it is. That that that's what I'm saying. They're it, they're just trying to fucking. They know where they're at now. They know that they're a ridiculous fucking series. Freddy is just a a, a comic now, literally, and they, and that's what they think people want to see. So rather than try to fucking masquerade themselves as being scary, they're just going to come out and go batshit crazy and let fucking all this stuff happen. And yeah, I respect them for it. I'd rather see that than some bullshit like no. 4 and 5 trying to masquerade itself as anything cohesive. No, no, I don't. And here's why. Uh, Jason X knows what it is, of course. Mm-hmm. and But it still manages to be good. It still manages to be visceral. And there are some um, – It's it looks well made. At the very least. This film, they didn't even try. That whole, well, they knew it was bad. Well, fuck you. That's like I'm going into a restaurant and they give me a dish and they're like, we know this tastes like shit, but you have to respect us for that and pay us anyway. You know? Was this made by Tom Six? What the fuck? I'm like, no, you cannot knowingly put out a shitty product. And expect me to be okay with that. And I'm not going to respect you just because, well, we knew it was bad. You know, there's a difference between going to a, like, to a point of silliness where you feel like you just, you've got nothing to lose and you may as well just go balls to the wall. But you can still try. And I think that completely abandoning any attempt to make Freddy scary was a huge mistake. And they abandoned it. He could have been again. He could have been again, and New Nightmare proves that. The, well, New the, Nightmare's the point different. is, ultimately, they're marketing this movie towards kids. At this point, this is, we already said the Looney Tunes thing, this is literally Saturday morning uh, movie for children. It absolutely that's all, is. That's all they had left. And they, mm-hmm. they, they were going to kill him off because he became such a fucking joke. So they say, okay, we're going to kill two birds at one stone. We're going to kill him the fuck off. Fuck you, Freddy, because you run out of steam. But we're going to go out doing what we think what we think makes you popular even though they were wrong because three was what really made it popular four brought in all that money they thought that jokey freddy is what people wanted and then he grew in popularity became a pop culture guy so they just expanded on it some more and i gotta say the plot in this movie i am more interested in these people and these characters than any of the bullshit in four and five me too no. I have to say, when I told I told you guys when we did the last one, when we did five, I was like, six is going to have to try really fucking hard to beat to beat this at being bad. Like, six is going to have to just basically dig a hole in the ground and climb into it to be worse than the bullshit I just watched, and it actually manages to do it. I was I was like, I did not remember exactly how bad this movie was but it is bad and i'm not even just talking about the no i'm playing with power bullshit i'm talking about the plot in its entirety i'm talking about this whole bullshit storyline the fact that since when does knocking someone over the head with a pipe equal them going to sleep 
You know, and suddenly he can, this guy can enter someone else's dream just because you knocked him out. That's bullshit. He doesn't know how to do that. You have to know how to do it. You can't just knock me over the head. Like, okay, I'll see you guys tonight. When I go to sleep, I'm just going to pop up in your dreams. You know, I have no idea how to do it. You know, as a matter of fact, I don't want to wait till then. I'm going to hit myself over the head with a hammer. And because that's the same. And, and it's not. I mean, it's, they didn't even, it's, there's absolutely. Yeah, how could he enter? Because the girl had a method. The black guy taught her a method of some kind to get into the dream. And she said, you have to, like, relax and something like that. Meditation, meditation. Relaxation. But it's still bullshit because they broke their own rules from the previous two movies of how you enter other people's dreams. They just did. Yeah, they just make it seem like you accept it, that it can just happen. So yeah, one person had a crazy gift. Yeah. And then suddenly, well, guys... It's just a lot better in these movies when more than one person's in the dream. So we're just going to – anybody could do it now with a – I'll tell you no. what, though. The the story is better. The whole whodunit – not whodunit, but who, who is, is it? Yes. Who is it? They yep. did it bad. They failed <laughs> miserably. But it's actually a better story than uh, uh, Alice's child you know, having dreams – it's a better story. It's just they, it is. they just fucked it up. They fucked it up bad. And there's yeah. kids going to sleep in this movie. What do you know? Holy <laughs> shit! It's something we haven't seen in two movies. A kid, in the beginning of the fucking thing, there's a kid in bed and he's waking up. Johnny Doe and all that fucking shit. At least it's asleep. And yeah, I do agree that jumping into the dreams. Yeah, that's stupid. I, I'm on board with that. But as far as the pipe to the back of the head to make him sleep, like that's much worse or any worse than fucking Alice's daydreaming in four and five it's just as ludicrous you know how i felt about that too i'm not i'm dead it's fucking bad i mean it, it the, is the last couple of movies have been bad but it doesn't even stop there it's like okay the when we saw a road sign when they were traveling from the 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 demilitarized zone child center that they were at that <laughs> it was just ridiculous too the to Springwood, there was a sign that said two miles, you know, and then they're going to Springwood. And I'm like, are you going to tell me that no one around this area knows anything about what's been going on in Springwood? No one knows that there's these that there are all these weird, whacked out parents wandering around. I mean, this shit doesn't happen. You know, it's not like they're in the middle of no, even if they were, I still don't believe it. Like, I have a hard time believing Children of the Corn, you know, because places just aren't that isolated anymore. But even now, I mean, there were towns surrounding it. We, we saw that. They were, like, right there. And This you, movie does take place in the future. We need to discuss that. I mean, <laughs> Oh, that's right. You know, maybe that's something to do with it. And I do like that aspect of fucking – that's one thing I always liked about this movie. In the beginning when they show that map and they say that Freddy's killed fucking everybody in Springville, I think that's fucking cool. It's a good hook right there. There's nobody left. He got that strong that he fucking wiped everybody out. And the fact that they erased the parents' minds, that was clever because then, you know, now fucking they can't say anything. They don't even remember. Apparently they didn't because Tom's like, you know they bring him. You know, so they remember. And she's all, I'll be careful this time. I won't let him get you. I'll hide you better. So You're right. They dropped the ball. You're right, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, right. they repeatedly dropped the ball. But I, I think Roseanne like, and Tom belong there. It, it, that's just the kind of wacky movie this is. It was like, we're going out. We're going to do these stupid fucking cameos for the stupid comedy first, horror second type of movie. And like that woman in the plane that was supposed to be, what's her name? That divine girl from Pink Flamingos and shit. Right. That's just the, the, the vibe they were going for in this movie. 
do I like it? No. But I just, like I said, it's a movie that knows what it is. And I, I don't know, I just, I feel differently about it than I do four and five just because of it. I just don't think knowing you're bad gives, gives you a path to be bad and expect people to. No, they don't know they're bad. They know that they're going over the top. Right, that they know that they're they're that Freddy's a jokester now, and they're not gonna make any attempt at being scary, and they're just gonna fucking let Freddy do gags, and then you know have kids fucking falling asleep, and let's come up with more creative dream shit, which they did. I'll say it's another plus. The dreams in this are more like what fucking dreams are. Say what you will. You go to sleep and you have a dream. They're always fucked up that way. You could see some stupid shit like that happening. Oh, I was playing a Nintendo game. Then I was in it. And then this happened. It just seems a little more like dreams. As stupid as it sounds. And again, we have examples of them acting out what they're doing in their dreams. As far as like when Breckenmeyer is hopping all over the house. And he walks upstairs that don't exist. Yeah, (laughs) and he's banging his head into the ceiling. You know, I, I, what that, (laughs) that to me is just, I mean, if you're going to, I actually don't hate, like, I love the scene where Breckenmeyer's watching TV and it starts to get all psychedelic Mm -hmm. and, um, and then we get a little bit of Iron Butterfly, which I think is the the best part of the movie. Johnny Depp is in that bit. Um, oh, yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of cool that they like did that, that callback. I love that, you know. And then, but then, and even if he were to have the dream about playing a video game, um, that's what was going on at the time. You know, they wanted to, to uh, incorporate the power glove because that was, a, that was a thing at the time. And I think that's okay, too. It's just know when to stop, know when to pull it back. When you have him doing the march around the house and then banging his head up against the wall, and, and you know, that's too much. It's it's you have now exceeded what you needed to do and you've gone into fucked up territory. I agree. I agree. Definitely. That was too much. Uh, and it was the, 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 the video game was cheesy and everything else, but it was still creative. It was kind also, of also the whole we can't wake him up because he's too stoned. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he had one joint. No one is going to smoke one joint and not you can't wake him up. What is that? What the hell is shit. he smoking? <laughs> smoking it laced with Ambien? They said <laughs> he's having an LSD dream. I mean, yeah, exactly. that, that's not what you think of with pot. Like, what was that all about? Hey, Spence, let's trip out. <laughs> I love it. I love that fucking song. How, how about this, though? That so, song? They're, if oh. they're trying to make Freddy funny, why isn't he funny? Everything he says is not fucking funny. I want you and your soul, too, is his opening line or whatever. Like, that is not funny. Uh, what are you on? Uh, looks like some eggs and a frying pan to me. That's not fucking funny. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I was wondering, like, Johnny Depp, what he thought of that. Like, he came all the way over there so Freddie can go, what are you on? It looks like eggs in a frying pan. Like, what? We could write better (laughs) one-liners than this shit. Right. And every other line he has is terrible. None of his lines work. Exactly. And his delivery was shitty, too. Almost like it wasn't Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason. He's about, definitely phoning it in at this point. How about even Spencer's line? He eats an apple and goes, all right, I'm Super Spencer. Oh, God. Be like me. Be like me. Be like, like me. me. Be like me. Yeah, you can hear the shame in his voice when he says, I'm Super Spencer. Oh, well, <laughs> like yeah. Because you know, he probably saw the last movie and remembered Super Freddy. <laughs> like, th- but that was the low point of this movie. Actually, would you agree that that video game thing was 
everything about it was that's a low about point. as silly as it got i guess mm-hmm. um yeah. and i'm with matt i mean that's my whole point if you want to take him to a comedic place at this point in his career uh, you know in freddie's existence i don't see the problem with that if you want to go for broke or whatever and play to what you think people want i get that but make it funny you know make it do have try just try to do some quality writing every one of these lines is like they were walking around like a classroom of toddlers going what would you say at this point you know <laughs> i mean our first introduction to freddie in this movie is him dressed as the wicked witch of the i guess the east because that's it's crushed by the house and that is what i mean yeah you're gonna you're gonna give you freddie and drag the first thing you see is freddie and drag that's not scary or anything i mean and i yeah uh, i'll get you in your little soul too why you can't try to be scary and funny i mean it is a horror movie still supposedly you know why because they flop so bad with five and they these execs are thinking hey it's not the scary shit that got him big it's the funny stuff that got him big let's just focus on the funny were they right no they weren't right were the jokes bad yes but then again, I don't think the jokes were good in four and five either. So, well, I don't either. But every single thing that fell out of his mouth was a shitty one-liner. There was not quality dialogue at any point that came out of Freddie's mouth. Yeah, and I agree. That. Just, it was. Stupid. I think it's embarrassing and awful. And I spent I spent the entirety of my viewing experience going "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> this movie's all over the place, even with how dreams work and who's sleeping and who's not like this guy Spencer, when they do do this thing and he's jumping all over, they do what his last thing, I guess his death is he falls down a flight of stairs and somehow Maggie who is awake can see this hole just form in the floor that he goes in and he just disappears into this hell pit that just forms in the floor and she's looking at it and avoiding it. And then uh, later she's like, "I I tried helping Spencer, but it was too late. He's gone. That's the extent of the explanation you get to. Hey, he's gone. I tried. The, the deaths, you know, you come to the, this kind of movie for, you know, some deaths, right? I think the last film, Part 5, only had a few kills, too. This one has three, I think. Yeah, why does the last girl live? Like, why does that need to happen? Again, they did this yeah. shit. Yeah, they had more people to kill. I mean, Yafet Kodo even has a dream, you know, a nightmare with Freddy. And he's not even a teenager, which is strange. But yeah. why not kill him? Fuck it, you know. Anyone yeah, people to kill? Freddie's ass with that pipe or baseball bat or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At one point, and then and they can't decide to when like when is it real? When is it a dream? And again, we, we it's just like they don't care. Like they just, they just go well. This can happen. Like okay, when they pull Freddie out into the real world. At one point, you actually see him, and I mentioned this earlier, but he's climbing around on the ceiling. And then two, like, just a few seconds later, when she breaks his hand, he goes, oh, I forgot how much it hurts to be human. Oh, yeah, because that's what humans do. Humans crawl around the fucking ceiling. So, And humans snap their hands back together and then put a glove on it and go hitting people with it. Like, What? If your hand cracked in half like that, you're going to tell me you would just look at it, crack a joke about, man, <laughs> gee, I forgot how much this shit hurts, and then just push it back to normal? <laughs> like, are we, are we, like, are you dreaming, Freddy? Like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. And then what about when the kids are in the van 
and they drive around town 2,000 times, and they're always in the same in front of the same statue. Are they all sleeping? Right. Yeah, that's very stupid. weird. Yeah. Just like part four, stupid. They re something so stupid. Yeah, the time, oh. the time loop thing or whatever, yeah. Yeah, clearly they're not they're not sleeping at that point because we actually do see the you know the the deaf kid he does he does fall asleep in the back of the van so and he has that whole dream where the map is engulfing him I like that I actually so, like that joke yeah so yeah. clearly the other ones are not sleeping because they're driving around and yet he's managed he manages to be able to control them leaving the town well no that's not how it works he doesn't have that kind of power. If you're not sleeping, he there's nothing he can do. And I maybe God, in the future, damn he it, does. he yeah, gets more technologically advanced. The, the dream demons <laughs> that empowered him, oh God, have gave him more powers. That's a whole other <laughs> thing, right there. The dream people—that's what they promised me. Oh, suck a dick. That they don't <laughs> look like people, that's for sure. And wasn't that recreation horrendous? It was so. It was lacking so much dialogue, and it, the. The delivery was terrible from Robert England. I want it all. Yeah, like is it didn't seem authentic at all. Like something about that whole thing, and and it's weird. I was gonna say, what do you guys think of? Uh, you know, we go through this all the time with these four people, except for Leatherface. Some for some reason they don't give him any backstory on why he kills people. But uh, the the other guys. As they go on and they explain why they live or whatever, it gets worse and worse and worse. So now let's do Freddy real quick. Everything leading up to here. Three and three, we met Amanda Kruger. She told a story about the rape and the hundred maniacs, yada yada. So this one is the first dream demon thing, then. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They, it comes out of nowhere. It's like fucking, you know, Jason goes to hell, which yeah. I would still rather watch Freddy's Dead than Jason goes to hell. Fuck that. Bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm sort of buying it, but it was so poorly executed when they re like when they when they showed it or whatever. But um, how? Because I'm thinking, well, how else could he have the powers he has? He making a dream, a deal with dream. Right. It doesn't they, matter. We don't they need shouldn't an explanation. Have, exactly. They shouldn't have explained it at all. They, they shouldn't have know. explained why he could be in your dream. No, no we it don't need be... to know that. It's just a, it just is. Yeah. Do we ever need to know? No. no. Do, do they keep doing it in every fucking franchise? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that goes back to fucking Cult of Thorn, too. Right. Which I could stab him in the eyeballs for. I mean, that we don't need it. It's not necessary. And whenever, every single time they try to do it, they fuck it up. And <laughs> if you try to make, if you try to put too much meaning behind what, then it just takes away the scary. It takes away the mythology. It take, I mean, even by adding that much mythology, it actually detracts from it, in my opinion. And it takes away the mystery, which is part of what makes it scary, is, you know, is that we don't know how it happens, but it just is. And that's all you need to know. All right. What about, there's a lot of origin story in this movie. You got... You got him in the backyard, and of course he has to wear a green shirt. <laughs> I, I want to know how he pulled it together in his adult life to be able to have a family. Because they show the flashbacks <laughs> of him killing animals and shit and, and loving to be whipped and all this shit. It's like, I'm not buying the fact that you no. were able to trick some bitch into marrying you and then fucking have your love child or whatever. And well, then kill know. her, apparently. <laughs> Dave, the ultimate liar. <laughs> I mean, that's just never saying. been... I'm oh, sorry. 
No, no, I'm just saying serial killers, we've seen things and they've been married and they left, they led double lives. They had bodies buried underneath the house and in the basement and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, I guess you're, John I guess Wayne so. Gacy was married twice. Charles Manson just got married a couple months ago. I, he also killed this woman, apparently, and I guess he was never jailed for that. He was never, that has never come up before <laughs> yeah. now. In the broad daylight in their backyard, he just strangles her, throws her down, and it's like, I won't tell. I won't tell. And how about when the. She did. How, yeah, but how about when that wife comes up out of the basement after she. <laughs> that was her first fucking time in that basement. She comes up out of there, and then the first word she says is, I won't tell. That is what you say? Wouldn't it be, what the fuck is going on down there? <laughs> and it was, yeah. the, the delivery was horrendous, too. And the kid was the best actor in this movie. That little girl <laughs> sold me on every line. Yeah, and she was the only jump rope girl we had. <laughs> what the fuck? No jump rope girls, no tricycles, nothing. And she she didn't even go, ha, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No nope. song? They didn't sing the song. You just read it no. on the walls and shit. Yes, but they but skipped seven notice? and eight. Oh, you fucking sure. <laughs> what was that, Alex? <laughs> did you notice that seven and eight weren't there? <laughs> I did not. And it's crazy bit of trivia. Oh, boy. Hey, how about this, though? The, one of the coolest things the backstory uh, provided us, the most interesting thing, I think, is his arsenal in his base? Yeah, he had all the different gloves and stuff. That he had the meat hook glove, the like, the tack glove. They all looked badass. And isn't it crazy that even though they showed all that, and he had his normal fucking glove on throughout the movie, nobody gets killed with any glove in this movie. Doesn't she stab him with her his own glove? Yeah, but he doesn't use it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like he's so over this glove. Right. You know, it's all about what he can do. I'm going to put you in a video game and just beat the shit out of you. Well, that was the power glove he used. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but Cuts he... off Spencer's ear and scratches on a chalkboard. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they did implement it. <laughs> yeah, but that's like... That that's, doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. That's, <laughs> I think it counts. I do like the nails on the chalkboard bit, though. Oh, so do I. I like that whole dream. That's what we're always waiting for with Freddy, the nail on the chalkboard gag. And we finally got it in full effect. Sorry. If you think about it, he almost never kills anybody with his glove. So what's the yeah, difference? Yeah, I guess that's true. I just haven't seen any of these movies in a long time. So I know you guys are watching them, but I'm not. But see, that always bothers me. It always You're not watching them along with us? Shame on you. That always bothers me that he doesn't utilize it more. Because you have this really badass weapon that you, you could do a lot with. Why not? I don't know. Well, Jason doesn't really use his machete all that much, right? That's like his backup weapon, though. He he uses all sorts of shit. Um, but he always has. I mean, he's always just used all kinds of random bullshit that you find around the house. And... How about, how come this, this John Doe, why is he always dreaming barefoot, though? And why are his feet like grocery store feet? Like... Hey, when you see him in bed, he's laying in bed with Seven Eleven feet. And I'm like, you, who would do that? Who, who would go to bed with their feet that dirty? Yeah, and he, and he, he ra instead of wearing shoes, he wraps Wonder Bread bags on his feet. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just threw that in there to make this movie more interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it worked. Yeah, see, you're like, wow, I, wanna, I gotta watch this again. <laughs> Hey, did anybody else think that the doc looked like an older version of Kincaid? Yes. <laughs> it was in the future. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe he it came is back King to King. life. Yeah, maybe it is. That's why he's so knowledgeable about the dream demons. And um, you know, this is back. Freddy's yeah. Back. <laughs> and the next Captain cut. <laughs> <laughs> now you keep saying about the future. Uh, I just I probably checked out at many times during the movie. So what? When does this take place? How long after part five? It says ten years from now. And if you take in continuity, I guess, from part five, then that what came out in the 80s still, right? So 1999. Wow. Is when Freddy's Dead is supposed to take place. Yeah, because 89 oh, was, right. was Freddy's whatever the fuck child. Oh, so Fight Club came out the same year. Awesome. <laughs> and they weren't really doing comedy horror in 99, actually. That's and they, they weren't t- playing on a fucking power glove, I fucking tell you that. Jesus Christ. You had a Nintendo 64, motherfucker. <laughs> or a GameCube or something, I don't know. Well, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Freddy was pretty not in the real world, so it probably took him 10 years to figure that out. Oh, yeah, he's behind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He only learns through dreams. So I'm playing with power. Oh, great graphics. Yeah, and meanwhile, those graphics fucking suck, dude. And they what? would have especially sucked in 1999. Do you think that guy looked like, like, me. like um, like a me. Yeah, be, be like, like me, me, him. Be like me. That is so awesome. I love that part. Don't you be think like he looked like a Simpsons character? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. A, they should have had the actual NES Nightmare on Elm Street game where he's you're like running around stomping on spiders and shit. They should have had that. Yeah, and killing Frankenstein zombies. <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to play the NES game and right when you finish, watch Freddy's Dead or the other way around. Watch Freddy's Dead when you finish play the Nintendo game. That's a that's a, a great night for you know to relive the uh, or who nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, great night. Well, you know, he's... dude, I'm totally engulfed in this Freddy shit, and it's like I become a different person, and I hate myself. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but uh, how about this though? I let's start. A, let's give some appreciative uh, points to this. I'll just mute myself. <laughs> it is cool that. <laughs> Springwood has no children. You have to admit that's mm-hmm. that's eerie shit. Yeah, they, that's really yeah. cool. They just handled it wrong. But yeah, the idea behind most of the ideas in this movie, uh, like the you know of the structure of the story, are actually okay, and they just fuck it up with the details. Right. Uh, I like the flashbacks of Freddy. The guy who played Freddy as a teenager is a little odd when he was getting smacked. He's like, "Thank you, sir. I have another." All that shit. <laughs> yeah, his he- his hair was very red too. His strength. And ha- how come we get? F- how come she is able to go inside Freddy's mind too? Is it's just she goes to sleep, and all of a sudden she's in Freddy's mind. It's like I understand they want. It's the last movie they want to give us the backstory, which is a cool idea. But, but how does she know to do that? How? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does movie. She's got his blood in his veins, and Doc King Kate gave her all the tricks. Doc <laughs> How about this? Is one thing that um, I, I wondered watching it this time is Doc Kincaid says that the dream people are, are were searching dreams, looking for the most heinous human being possible to give them powers. And that there you person, go. that person was Freddy Krueger. Yeah, should have been like Adolf Hitler's. Not Mussolini or anything. Get the fuck out of here. Maybe the dream people came to life after those guys died. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, they came around during, uh, what, the 60s, whenever, I guess, he yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's another thing. It's like, okay, it's supposed to be Freddy's kid, right? If you actually inspect this, this is where they fuck up all the mystery element. 
in that the main characters with John Doe and maybe even Tracy, uh, they're supposed to be red herrings to be Freddy's kid, right? But it doesn't work if you do the math. It's like, no, they're supposed to be like 40 years old. Exactly, and I said that too um, at one point when he was talking about like, oh, I'm Freddy's kid. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You're not old enough. I yeah. mean, we just... You're 20 years old. I don't think so. We just saw the timeline that, that Crazy Teacher gave us. Yeah, you were born in 1492, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> him, it was like 1966 when they took right. his child. Um, like when they oh. took his child away from him. And that dude wasn't even born in 1966, so... You think it. I'm your daddy? Sorry, kiddo. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a boy. Right, wrong movie. It would have that whole mystery element would have been pretty cool, but if you didn't know instantly that it was the the main character right from the mm-hmm. beginning. How about her? Do you feel this is bad casting? Yep. Yes. I don't think she could be Frank's kid on any level. <laughs> she looks so Greek and the dark black hair. Yeah. It's just like, what? And she doesn't even look like the fucking kid. Not one bit. Yeah, that kid was perfect as Freddy's kid. She had the nice brownish, blondish hair that she was dressed per- Like It was the classic daughter, Like, and the, even the, her acting was perfect. Everything it should about- have been Tracy. She was blonde. She was a fighter. It would have been better as far as a final confrontation to have somebody... And for some reason, the main character, what's her name, Maggie? Yeah, she all of a sudden is able to, like, fight and shit at the end. Oh, she's an expert knife thrower. What yeah, what the, the fuck, fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. Shoot this act. Yeah. Except for she inexplicably shoots him in the thigh with the, um, and I'm like, why are you shooting him in the leg? Why would you not aim that at his heart or his head? Literally, that was... It, this doesn't happen much in my life, but that was the scene where I just turned and looked at Tiffany. I was like, <laughs> yep, we're watching this. And it, it's also like... It's also the worst climax out of any of these movies. I'm willing to bet. The worst. Dead. The, the worst. End. Front to back. After the flashbacks, which are cool, and if you saw them in 3D, are even cooler, but... Yeah, the whole fight. Get the fuck out of here. It is terrible. It's I not think entertaining. Five's worse. I think the five climax is worse because so much was going on. You didn't know what was what. Oh, that I do remember that one being very confusing. And I think the kid just threw up on Freddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> threw up. Isn't that what happened? Freddy went inside the kid. The kid went inside Freddy. He went inside oh, yeah, the girl. Did. Then he went oh, inside man. of Amanda. All for no reason, for no quick. explanation. No. That's a, that that's worse. And, and and think about part two. I don't know what the fuck is going on in that climax. Yeah, but, but at least part two, it was somewhat scary. <laughs> you know? Oh, overall, yeah, as a movie. That yeah. atmosphere, yeah. Right. And as far as Maggie being the lead, she suffers from fucking, what's her name, from Friday the 13th 5, like Pam. She just wasn't a strong enough actress to be taken as a lead. Mm-hmm. All the other kids to me were more interesting. Carlos, Tracy, yes. uh, Spencer, even they—they they all were actually pretty interesting, um, you know, as characters. They all were like abused kids in some kind of manner, and so it—they it, weren't just high schoolers like the jock, the dumbass, the weightlifter. So right, I, I actually thought they were interesting characters. They, I, I cared about these characters more than I did the ones in four and five. 
Oh, because they're... Oh, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong with Meg. I, I would face Raver, but I just don't want to watch her as a lead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd bang her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. And they did play on Tracy being the daughter. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't make sense that Johnny Doe would either. Because no. when Freddie saw her, he says something about daddy's home or something like yeah. daddy's door. So, daddy's home! And, and yeah, Tracy <laughs> says something about her dad, and then they go uh, into I, always, I always see him in my dreams or something like You know, there's all these right. little hints at an idea that could have been done well, but then it's just not. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're talking about Freddie's dead. Freddy's dead. So let's get to, you know, we touched on the uh, chalkboard gag. Uh, let's talk about some kills here. I, it was very memorable to me when Carlos died. I always remember that, even as a kid. That, it's pretty crazy how he puts the hearing aid in and then it becomes a crab. I like the, the whole playing with the sound. Whenever yes. they take the ear out and the sound goes out. And during the dream, you hear just the, the thumping of his supposed heartbeat. And so I like yeah. all that. He sounds like Michael J. when he bought Halloween 6. <laughs> no, it was like, oh, my God. Ah, ah. Oh, oh, yeah. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Oh, God, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I even like the dream, like, where he's has the pin drop that he's going to drop. And, and, you know, classic. Yeah. You could hear a pin drop, you know. That's, that's a, a joke that works. That, yeah. Right. Um, and the mom, his mom, used to clean his ears out because he didn't listen Ooh. to her. Oh, that part fucks me up. It oh. does actually. I have to look away during yes. that scene. Where How come that doesn't kill him? That's a good question. <laughs> he has no fucking brain to put it through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing I, I want to. Earlier, I said he cut off Spencer's ear. I meant to say Carlos for anyone out there who's keeping track and plans on yelling at me about that. Jamie, nobody cares anymore about us. Yeah, nobody listens to the show. <laughs> about hey, I want to <laughs> point out there's a couple of good uh, in-camera transition type stuff, <laughs> not unlike they did in like the Saw films. Like it's and it's in that sequence with Carlos and the camera spinning, and it starts out in one position, and as it gets to another position, there's like they moved a wall in. And uh, it's all done in one shot. I like that. There's a part where with Tracy and her dad, that confrontation, where Freddie's arm comes out and then the yes. camera whips around. And in camera, uh, you know, it all of a sudden turns into Freddie, like the dad just leaves the camera frame. And all those little tricks in camera were pretty cool. I did like those. Wow. You gave Tally on credit, man. I, I, I do, too. For that, that was probably the cinematographer, though. <laughs> Her job is to make everybody see the ultimate vision and be on the same page of what this film should be and that she falls short at. Uh, well, she even says herself it was probably a mistake to make it as comedic <laughs> as they did. <laughs> and, and Robert England says we probably jumped the shark. Dude, you jumped that fucking what? shark three movies ago. Fuck. you got to be kidding me. You don't think you jumped the shark in part four? Like, it's just amazing. Uh, so, you know, we talked about the Warner Brothers shit, uh, and Jamie just said how comedic it was. The guy falls out of an airplane, and he has a gigantic sign on him that says, Pull here, <laughs> or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a parachute, and Freddy's at the top of it or something. Oh, I love the way he looks there. It's great, though. He looks up, and he's spinning around on the fucking top of the thing. <laughs> You can see his cable lowering him down if you look close enough. I noticed. <laughs> yeah, Blu-ray, baby. Um, what is with all, like we said, what's the parallel shit, man? This guy, he's in a dream in the van, and then he hits, he pulls the thing, 
And so he gets launched to the top of the van. He looked like he went through the roof or some shit. Like, why? Why can't you just lay down in bed anymore and maybe end up dead at the end of this whole thing or not? What's with the, we, our bodies have to mimic what the fuck we're thinking about? How does this, when did this start and why is it? Con- the first movie. It yeah. started in the first movie. The first death, for that matter, Tina. The first death. It started, and it did it with the guy in the jail cell, right? Wasn't there like, I don't know, he got yeah, wrong we, or something? And yeah, Johnny we, Deep, he, somehow he went into his actual bed. <laughs> he just got blended into muck and splattered across the room. Yeah. How does that happen in real life? I, yeah, the series, the series suffers from just making it up as they go along, even yes. in individual movies mm-hmm. from, you know. From four on in. Some work better than that. Even from one to two to three, all of them. They, you know, some things they keep, some things they don't. It doesn't matter. They've gone from bending the rules to breaking the rules to fucking making them up as they go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I actually like the treatment that Peter Jackson did for, oh, yes. for this film where it had gotten to the point where Freddie was such a joke that kids would – drug themselves up so they could go to sleep just to fuck with Freddy because he wasn't scary anymore. (laughs) And then somehow he actually ends up killing one of the kids and then gaining power uh, to come back. You know, I think that is a much more interesting storyline and could have been really cool. And And I think it would have illustrated exactly what the public thought of Freddy at that point. He was a joke. He was no longer scary. He, I mean, I think it was, it's a beautiful parallel uh, between what had happened in the film series and what the public thought about it. And I really would like to have seen that come to fruition. I agree. That's cool. Yes. I, did, I had no idea that he wrote a script. When I saw the, uh, the little comic, you know, they do those like uh, comic book uh, drawing storyboard. Yes, Jamie. <laughs> Did he also try to make it into three motion pictures as opposed to just one? <laughs> now, the this could be argued as the lowest point in Nightmare on Elm Street history, depending on your views of uh, Freddy, what he means to you, what he represents to you. Freddy, and we alluded to this earlier, Freddy pushing out the bed of spikes like Wiley e. Coyote on a a empty road with deserts and cactus on the sides, exactly like the Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote. I mean, I don't know. How does anybody say, uh, "Okay, I'm willing to do this"? How does a grown-up still stand behind this franchise, knowing that this kind of shit happens? Like, I'm a Freddy fan. Like, really? <laughs> When's the last time you've seen these movies? Like, there's no. Re- there's barely any redeemable qualities within some of this shit. Right. I just don't understand. Looking at that, and he even looks at the camera and goes... Oh, yeah. He, and he gives Robert the whole, England, yeah. Because Robert England likes money. That's what <laughs> he, he wants to pay. He likes paying his bills. Yeah, he has $15 million right now, right? Is that what that said? Whatever. He had money. He was doing all this bullshit on, like, Freddy's Nightmares, though. He was just... He was doing this shit... And fucking on your TV. It was just... Call me, kids. 1-800-999-DREAM. <laughs> yeah, he apparently right. was at a phone service where kids would call and shit. He was a straight-up whore. That, you know, <laughs> basically. Actually, you know, hey. we thought when we, when we were watching the thing about him having the, the call-in line, like the 900 number, or 976, I think it was back then. Um, 
we were talking about that, and Brian's like, wouldn't it be cool if Jason had one? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just call and you're silent. <laughs> yeah, like when we had him like, here oh, for our, our 100th show. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, exactly. We couldn't get a rise out of him. He totally missed out on marketing, on a good marketing ploy by being silent. <laughs> that messed him up. If only he had known. Right. And that's <laughs> what it is about Freddy and this series. Because they had the only talking killer of the big three, they fucking pushed it to the to the maximum. And they fucking squeezed out every penny they could. Uh, am I happy about it? No. But I understand why they did it. I guess I can't blame. I mean, if I were Robert England, I would be taking advantage of every opportunity that I could as well. You know, I'm, I don't know anyone who would say, no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't, I don't want money, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Kane Hodder has a problem with how Jason kills people. He'll literally say Jason wouldn't crack your head like that. Now you're telling me he has a problem with some a, a motion of his arm. But Freddy has no problem on how he's completely being portrayed. That is crazy, dude. Yeah, I, even- I, I agree. I would probably have a little more love for my character if I had been with it as long as that. Um, I, I would want it to have a to have a little bit of respect, um, right? You know, and I, so I totally see that. Yeah, I mean, we got to start giving Kane Hodder props. At least he gives a fuck about Jason. Yeah, but he'll, on one hand, he'll say Jason wouldn't do that. And then on the other hand, he's in fucking Jason goes to hell. So. Right, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it seemed better on paper. I don't know. (laughs) None of that movie is what Jason would do. So, you know. That's true. Yeah, but he made a big deal about I'll give him props. He said Jason wouldn't kill a dog. All because of that. They brought in that fucking dog for Jason Takes Manhattan. He was supposed to kill it? For no reason, you would think. You're, you're scratching your head saying, why the fuck did they bring that dog in? Yes, he was supposed to kick it right off the fucking boat. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. It would have been great. great gag. But yeah. No, I'm actually glad he, I'm glad he didn't do that because one thing I have always loved about Jason is that he doesn't, he hasn't, you know, I mean, like Michael killed the German shepherd in the first one, which still upsets me. Yeah. In the first one, he yeah. kills a dog in every fucking movie. Yeah, but what well, about yeah. Jason in part two? <laughs> <laughs> was he? Oh, he kills Muffin. What about Muffin? You could make a state. You could make a Muffin case isn't dead. dead. We find that out at the end. She's there. Oh, let's not get into this. He just kills a dog who looks identical. We don't even know that he killed that dog. It is a dead dog in the woods. No one said he did it. Yeah, it died of natural causes. <laughs> yeah, his skin just split open, and <laughs> yeah, within like a twelve-hour period. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, Ripped apart other... by a bear, and 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 the girl couldn't find her dog in that same span of time. It was just amazing the coincidence. <laughs> well, there were bears. <laughs> you beware of bears. Remember? Yeah, beware of bears. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but fifty-eight minutes into this movie, I needed to. I needed a break. I uh, stopped it. And I went and did other things for about three hours, and then I was able to get through the second. Not me, man. I wanted to power through. Like, let's get this shit over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. I had to stop. So Freddie says, every town has an Elm Street. You know. Now, here's the thing. How is that getting revenge if it's it's not solely about paying back the people who took your kid away from you, which is what you're trying to imply this movie is about or what you're about through this movie. But it's just because now anybody, any town has Elm street. We're just going to kill them because what? 
So basically, it's weird because, yes, it doesn't matter. It's all about gaining souls and all that type of shit. That's fine. But when you're in a movie that is trying to act like he does, you're giving his fucking uh, uh, purpose, which is to pay people back because they took his kid away. So during that same movie, you're telling us, hey, we'll just <laughs> randomly get anybody, though. What's it, the point of him getting people back for taking his kid away? Because when we first meet Freddy, very first meet Freddy, the whole reason he's doing what he's doing is to pay back people for burning him alive. So, <laughs> that I mean, he's already switched gears on his motivation, which is ridiculous anyway. So, who cares? I mean... Well, they, they had to go somewhere. We talked about it ourselves, either a show or two shows ago, when we said, so what happens when all the Elm Street children are gone? Then what? That's it. They had to come Why up with something. Why doesn't he kill the parents? And it's stupid, but... Yeah, how come he doesn't kill parents? How come? He clearly just wants to kill people at this point. Why did he not kill the Elm Street parents? Or he the, wanted to make Street them looking? suffer. He wanted them to suffer by letting them watch their children die first. And then he should have come back and killed them in, in, in six. Yeah. yeah. He killed Nancy's mom. And he killed her dad. How about when the, the blonde chick's dad is molesting her uh, and he gets his face smashed out of shape? <laughs> and then Terrible he, effect. It's like Dick Tracy shit. Isn't that like a oh character? Oh, God. God it looks like so bad. Smudge face or some shit. But that changed her whole life, actually, doing that. That changed that the path. Yeah. Her life was going on. If she didn't smash his face in like that, who knows? That she might be sucking dick right now. Yeah, she believed in slaves. After that, she's a slaver. <laughs> I think she took acid after watching Spence's scene for the first time. That's what it was. Hey, what's this all about? She started taking fucking drugs and tripping out, and now she has a, a slave girl. But hey, they they brought it back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Gold. Freddie decides to. Uh, get nostalgic and chop his fingers off when he he explains <laughs> like uh, I guess somebody asked him how come you don't die and uh, he's like well oh nobody asked him that nobody oh he just volunteered <laughs> yeah. this information yeah. yeah he just confesses for no why would he even fucking say it's a cool just... callback to to part one I the cutting off that. the fingers was a cool callback and he goes uh, he goes well let me tell you. So, the first time... Now, this is only the first time... I guess it would be just the Elm Street people. So what the fuck was he doing for the, before part one started? Like, for 15 years, he just did nothing? Huh. That's weird. Okay, whatever. So, wow, yeah, that is right. strange. Yeah. He's waiting in hell for the kids to be old enough to make it interesting. I need a friend. Where's Jason? <laughs> mm. How, what? Sophomores? Uh, tell me when they're juniors. <laughs> you know, like, what the <laughs> fuck? In the ripe age, yeah. Okay, so he's going to explain all the ways he was killed. He goes, first. First they tried burying me. Okay. No, burning, right? Burning uh, first? Oh, burning, okay. Then a Does dog it... urinated fire on me. <laughs> oh, wait. Holy water. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. and my personal favorite, a mirror. Oh, no, no, he left out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he, he left out part four, mirror. And part five, then my son puked souls into me, and it went through my body. Then my mom showed up. I became a baby. Mom, yeah, get out of my room, mom. It's my boiler room. Yeah, and then I went back. What about part two? Yeah, part two. Then a girl 
kissed me. <laughs> and these Gross. these railings were strategically laced with a flame fluid. <laughs> she kissed Jesse was inside of me somehow. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on at that point, but yes, I'm still here. They yeah, killed me with love. love. Then they killed me with kisses. <laughs> 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 then Nancy turned her back on me. She stopped believing me. I can't get them if they don't believe in me. <laughs> Which brings us back to then Doc Kincaid's big idea to if he can be if this can come out, then he can come out and he can bleed, which means he can die. And I'm Remember thinking, part didn't one? you didn't you watch the first movie? <laughs> yeah. Clearly, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. What? Why are you calling back a method of murdering when we see it didn't even work? Yeah, right. that was ridiculous. That's like going, I have a great idea. Let's bury his remains and throw holy water on him. <laughs> so that's why he ripped the shirt then. The yeah, oh yeah. It was, he. yeah, he had the fabric so then he could go, look, this fabric came out, which means Freddy can come out, which means he can die. Like, well, no, it doesn't. Clearly, it doesn't. And obviously, they're not going to know that, but we know that. So and at the end, so at the end, when she's like, "Freddie's dead," and this is supposed to be the end, like they had a funeral in Hollywood for his character. Oh, yeah. They went all out. This is it. This is the end. This is the last one, and yet they use the exact same method that they used the first time. Only much, much worse. Much worse. So, so he ripped the sweater. It wasn't intentional, or it was. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck on the sweater. I don't. I yeah, honestly, I don't, I honestly it. don't think it was intentional, <laughs> but the poor acting and all that made it look like he reached out and grabbed it. You know, to I don't think it was intentional at all. But he yeah. did bring it back and said, "Hey guys, smell this sweater. He uses bounties, <laughs> bounty sheets." <laughs> Freddie uses axe. Yeah. <laughs> I um. I can't, I, um, no, I don't think it was intentional. I think he just happened to be, the, the idea was that he had just had a hold of it and then it ripped and he brought it back. That was the one thing I didn't understand. The big question for this, this review is, did you all remember to put on your 3D glasses when Maggie did? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I did. Thing. You did? Because I forgot the TV just got really weird. Yeah, look, you're supposed to walk around with them on you all the time. We covered this on an earlier show. Oh, yeah, you're like that, like that guy from Back to the Future. Exactly. <laughs> the menu says, or at least on on my version of it, the menu like when you when the menu comes up, it says, "Don't forget to put on your glasses whenever Maggie does." Wait, so oh, the Blu-ray has a 3D version? Because I just have the DVDs. I'm this not is just the DVD. It's just the DVD box set. I'm not upgrading this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because mine didn't do that. My, you can't, you can't actually watch the 3D version. Right? Yeah, mine neither. And Matt, do you have the one with like the fold-over cardboard thing that snaps in those cheap ones that they used to make? Yes, I have. Yeah. That one. Strangely enough, I only own three Nightmare on Elm Street DVDs. One, yeah. three, and this one. See, I have the the entire Nightmare box set that came out on DVD, and it does have it. You get your choice between 2D or 3D version. I have the UK box set. Maybe I have that choice for the Blu-ray. And it comes with four sets of glasses. That I don't have. What fun! Uh, I actually did see this in the theater as a kid. It was the only Nightmare on Elm Street film I saw in the theater. And primarily because, one, it's supposedly the last film. 
and two, 3D. And 3D wasn't even a thing at the time. Right. So for them right. doing it seemed like a fun idea. That's why I went to see it. And in the theater, this kind of 3D actually works. It's like how Jason Lloyd is always talking about Friday 3 actually looks cool yeah. in the theater experience. Friday 3 looks cool if y'all watching 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building an empire that's not built upon shit. <laughs> I like bitches young. <laughs> shit, man. I saw three, four, and five in the theater, and I, I was so done after fucking four and five, I, I didn't even go see this one. I saw this one in the theater, and it's only one of a couple that I actually saw in the theater. I didn't. This wasn't like Friday where I saw everything. Like, you know. Yeah, you had to. Right here at come. Right. Um, well, yeah. But I did see this one. We're talking negatively about this movie because it sucks and it deserves to be talked that way. But at the time I saw this in 91 or whatever, I, I, I guess I didn't have an opinion about how movies could actually suck. Yeah, because the internet wasn't there. <laughs> I either, yeah, exactly. I either liked it or I didn't. But I didn't. I watched all these movies growing up. And I never had a problem with them or questioned anything <laughs> or anything. You know, I, I mean, just you just go along with it. I mean, that's what that's. It's a movie. Who cares? It's it's just strange that now you see it with, you know, uh, in hindsight, and it's like, no, this is a really bad film, and most of them are. It's the way I felt about Jason Takes Manhattan. I loved it, you know, as a kid, and even in my uh, early twenties when I started watching them again. I had no idea, and at that time, in the year 2000, I wasn't really on the computer much or anything like that. I It didn't even occur to me that this is not a good movie. I'm just watching whatever happens, and it's like, you know, fun. Right. You know? And it's so weird how the internet, you know, it gives us great things like people are now experiencing this retro and reliving the movie, and it's fun to hear about things. But at the same time, uh, the internet has destroyed movie experience especially things that you had nostalgia about but you've also gotten older too i mean part of that is maturity and you know your your viewpoint changes as you get older and your tastes change as you get older i'm no longer as willing to accept crap as i used to be when i was when i was young i haven't matured out of out of jason takes manhattan i still think that's good Oh, you'll get there one day. <laughs> it, it's definitely better than this fucking movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's not great, but it's, oh, a, no, I, I'll it's go a along fucking with that Citizen and, Kane compared to this. I mean, it's boring as fuck, but I would probably watch that over this. Yeah, Actually, I know I would. I would watch that over this. At this point, you know, the 3D glasses go on. She does what we said earlier. She walks into this dream demon thing and it's supposedly freddy's brain i don't know how that works but one of the memories you know we talk about killing uh the animal like smashing him she he killed a mouse he smashed him with a hammer and again he's wearing green and red <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is so this you would know who it was <laughs> yeah but they were also teasing him calling him son of a hundred maniacs of course why do they have this information? It wouldn't happen. Yeah. It would not fucking happen. Why do the other kids know that he was born out, out, out that way? How do they know that? How did Alice Cooper become his foster parent? What is up with that? I mean, or his guardian <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Like, who would give that guy? Hey, Springwood is a small town. <laughs> the population is only fifteen or 16,000. Small town. 
Yeah, so that's how Alice Cooper ends up with him. Y'all, yeah. who wants to take this kid? I do. All right. Hey, Cletus, you want another kid? Dave, what is the uh, conversation that Freddy has with the dream demons when he becomes who he is? Yeah, and they go, they say something about fucking... Do you want it? Do you want, do you want to live forever? Yeah, yeah you got to do this. And he's like, I want it all! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Wait, what do you want? He's mine! Hey, asshole, up here! See, it's weird. We touched on everything, so it's weird to just try to wrap up the movie. But, uh, you know, Freddy gets pulled into the real world, but just like with Nancy, he doesn't <clears throat> show up. Sorry, he doesn't show up in your arms when you wake up for some reason, but his clothes and hat do. But for some reason, he doesn't. They have to mm-hmm. walk around and find him, and it's Robert England, which I thought was cool because she even says, so you're real here? Uh, which makes no sense because he was burnt up in real life anyway. <laughs> right. So even if it was him, he would still be burned. Right. Why? It can't be Freddie Preburn? Oh, How? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I'm confused now. <laughs> well, how could it be? I mean, if you're going to pull him out of your dream, he was burned in real life before he died and went into dream world. So then if you're then going to pull him back out of dream world, how would he not be burned? Maybe he just choked on the smoke, dropped dead. <laughs> then the flames consumed him afterwards. Oh. Look at me trying to make sense of that. Most people die in fires through the smoke inhalation, not the burns. Exactly, man. True. So uh, the terrible fight happens. Worst choreographing. Probably another, like you said, they made it up as it went along. She cracks his hand back. She punches him, blah, blah. Thank God the police hadn't come to pick up all those weapons. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) They're supposed to do a lot of things. There's a pipe bomb in, in the first act, and it shows back up in the third yeah, well, of course, it's oh, like yeah. Chekhov's pipe bomb. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep, exactly. Who has a baseball bat with spikes in it? <laughs> like, who Dave actually, who actually yeah. makes and Mick that? Foley. The guy from Weird Science. If you're not in a video game, who's fucking... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a professional wrestler doing hardcore <laughs> matches. <laughs> King of the death match, you know? Yep. And she said, you know, he's supposed to be pulled into this normal world, and that's the end of him, but he seems just as powerful here uh, as he does. It. Like, you're, he's getting stabbed and hands snapped, but he seems fine. He's even pulling the shit out of him that's pinning him to the wall and he, so he can go approach her again. But, you know, he doesn't get it all out in time. <clears throat> she does something else, and then the girl, the big climactic ending is the girl, uh, the callback, throws, lights the fuse... Yeah, and then hands it to her, like, hurry up and take this. I fucking lit it for some reason. Yeah, she, she might have wanted to get her attention before she committed to lighting it. Yeah. She uh, throws it to Maggie. Maggie stuffs the, the pipe bomb into his chest and then kisses him on the cheek and says, like, uh, Happy Father's Day. Uh, it's so Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers, isn't it? <laughs> And then you find out it was the ambulance driver the whole time. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. It could have been an all right ending if he just blew up, but they decided to put this post face of Freddy opening his mouth into another face, opening his mouth into another face. Op- and it just, ugh, I don't know what I'm watching at that point. 
It's a 3D effect. That's what they were doing with that. That's it. Yep. It looks cool in 3D coming at you. That is it. <laughs> they want to have dream the, demons escaping. The dream people <laughs> and yeah. the little fucking <laughs> the sperm-like. Yeah. yeah, they look fucking so stupid. They should have never done that. It looks dumb. They it's wanted a terrible it to, movie. They wanted it to be grandiose. It was the fucking final ending of Freddy, supposedly. So they fucking did some ridiculous, crazy fucking shit. Why couldn't a bunch of souls just escape him and go to heaven or something? Well, they've already ripped off the other movies enough. How fucking much more are they going to do? Good Why God. couldn't she throw water on him and he melted like the Wicked Witch <laughs> of the West? <laughs> Ooh, they would have bookended with how, we, how they yeah. started it. Exactly. Wow. See, what, what a, a world! What a world! <laughs> Oh, how can you do this to me? Oh, you're such a little sweet little girl. What are you doing? Uh, so then the cheesiest possible, as if that wasn't terrible enough, they all get into a hallway together, and she goes, <laughs> Freddy's dead. She smirks first, like she's so proud of her fucking self. Fuck you, bitch. You were terrible in this fucking movie. And then it cuts instantly. Like, that's their, their no epilogue. Fuck you. Yep. Like so stupid. That's all you need to know. That's what yeah. they planned to be the last frame of film for this franchise. They wanted it to be definitive. I truly think they didn't expect to make any more of these fucking movies. Afterwards. I agree. I, Unlike I agree. Friday Four, uh, you know, where they kind of, you know, I feel like they felt like they were still going to make them. This one, I really think they didn't think they were going to make anymore. Well, it wasn't lucrative anymore. I mean. Right. right, you know, it's a waste of time. Yeah, the delivery of the the Freddy's deadline was deadline deadline <laughs> was so nonchalant. It was like it was like announcing that you know um, they thought it was going to be cold that day, and they go oh, look at look at their fucking phone. Oh, it's seventy eight degrees outside. Well, the movie's <laughs> over, kids. She should have looked at the camera and said, "That's all, folks." No, they should have had Freddy pop out and do it. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, totally. You should have burst out of her chest like in the other movies. <laughs> wow. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Landing in theaters this weekend, Amelia Clark co-stars in Terminator Genesis. Amelia doesn't show any skin assists in Genesis, so take your Schwarzenpecker over to season one of Game of Thrones where she bears boobs, butt, and bush. I'll be back. With some Kleenex. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Katarina Cass makes shaving cream sexy again in Danny Collins. As one of aging rocker Al Pacino's young flings, Katarina gets interrupted in the shower while trying to shave her pubes. Hey, Katarina, finish up so we can see your hooah! Nude on the Stars Network, former MTV VJ Lala Anthony made her nude debut on Power. Carmelo Anthony's wife scored a slam dunk of skin just 18 minutes into episode 12, dropping her bra and showing off her perky NBA All-Stars. Lala will give you hoop creams. MrSkin.com. Fast forwarding to the good parts. Yep, so that's the end. So how do you guys rate this bitch? Matt is the I'm most curious about because he actually lobbied to come on this show. Hey, don't tell people that. <laughs> because he felt he would probably be the only fan of this movie, and he wanted to really express his love for it. So, Matt, go ahead and do that now. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if I said that exactly. I just, 
my like like for this movie was purely nostalgia. And like I said, I saw this in the theater. I saw the 3D and all that. So looking back on it and remembering the parts that I liked, you know, I felt like I could have fun with this movie. Uh, it's not like a disappointment like 4 was ultimately. And so I've, you know, I just remembered enjoying it. Now, watching it now, I, I don't feel that way. It's I feel bad that I watched it now, and I kind of ruined that memory. So I, this is obviously not a good movie. Um, there's ideas in it that could have been actually really good if just handled by a better filmmaker or a better studio, even. <laughs> I think we all know the stories of New Line and how they just wanted to fucking put out more shit without having anything ready to go so um to rate the movie how, how are you guys rating it out netflix netflix style i would say it's, i'd see i'd still say three out of five like i like it because of the nostalgia aspect right mm-hmm. um jamie jenkins oh um well i i said going in that i was like well there there are things that i remember liking about this and so i was I was really looking forward to watching this one after watching the fifth one because I was like, there's no way in hell it's going to be worse than that. And Brian kept telling me I was full shit. It was. But I was like, no, 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 it can't be. It can't be. And then the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, God damn, this movie's bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it just and it goes beyond the all the, I mean, the the comedic stuff that I talked about, which I thought was clearly a mistake. And if you're going to make it you know, comedic, make it funny. But even beyond that, I think that they did things that we absolutely did not need, like the dream demons. I think that fucked everything up. The, you know, there were some interesting ideas that, if handled better, might have worked okay. But I still say they should have made the Peter Jackson movie. I think that would have been good. But this one uh, is just a wreck. A wreck. And um, I'm going to have to give it a one. Because that's as low as we can go. So, I mean, that ties oh, in with... Oh, no, the- Jamie, you can give it a throw-up sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kid, you have a sound bite of that you can work in there? You ready? <laughs> Jamie's rating is... Oh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, uh, so, yeah. Okay, you get the Puke of the Month award. So, <laughs> Dave Z... Okay. Um, yours is interesting because you like that it knew what it was compared to part four trying to be part three and so on. Right. Well, see, what Matt said about watching it uh, alone, I-, I could see that it would hurt it. For for whatever reason, one, three, and six were the ones I had on DVD, and it was for a reason. I always liked the flashback stuff in six. I always liked the seeing Freddy, Robert England as Freddy before everything went down so for some reason I, I held it in a little bit higher regard than four and five and I have for a while um, if I would have watched it by itself I may have liked it less but after trudging through this series and watching four which you know I won't say it again and then watching five and then watching this this I, I I'm okay with it because of the the self-awareness of it and they just went with fucking full board ridiculous Yes, they fucking broke rules just like they did in 4 and 5. Yes, the climax was fucking horrific. But I, I like the characters more in this movie. 
It's a little bit closer to part three with the kids being in this fucking... I don't even know what the fuck they were in. What was this place they were in? <laughs> it wasn't an institution. It doesn't wasn't matter. A shelter. They kept a calling shelter. it a shelter. Okay. I, I kind of like that. It's uh, much more into what happens in this than four and five. And as much as I don't like the comedy, it, it, it was what it was at this point. We knew it was coming, so they went with it. So uh, I, I'm definitely... have I have to rate it higher than four and five. So... I'll say two and a half. But Dave, did we answer the sweater question? Yeah, thanks, guys. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad we did the show. All right. <laughs> There's one thing I don't understand, though. Did Maggie have to buy this movie to get those 3D glasses? <laughs> no, Vern. Freddie just gave it to her. Oh, okay, I'm fine then. How do we know that they were going to burn down the barn? <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> because they mentioned it five or six times. That took me a second. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, guys, seriously. I mean, <laughs> I've only seen this 50 times. Uh, because they said go pour the gas around. <laughs> Thank goodness for this show. Okay, Nobody's going to get hurt, baby. See, we are an educational show. Yes. Or what's the word Alex said? Not educational. A, um, a learning about. A, a learning, learning about. <laughs> this, this isn't really a learning kind of show. <laughs> Rating time. Yes. Uh, this. Uh, phew, man, I don't watch any of these things on a regular basis. But so far, coming out of this mess we're in. I will watch one, two, and three again, and from there, nothing else I don't think I'll ever watch again. Uh, this one, <clears throat> I've been trying to give these things a pass, like the same way Dave said, like at the point, you know, I accepted the idea that it's that time of horror. In 86, like we said, late 80s and this far into every franchise, they always did go comedy anyway. Um, so... It's a normal progression for all of these franchises, so it's not uh, crazy to think that a guy who's uh, making jokes in part one and being a little dark humorous, or even saying, welcome to prime time, bitch, even in the good one, would would push the limits of comedy. So I even try to like look at it with a forgiving eye, but with this one, it's like, I even, I even appreciated... They they did go more into Freddy, who he is, then he has a daughter, then she was taken away, and that's why he takes kids. But like Jamie said, it does clash with, well, first I thought you were killing them because they just set fire to you for, for what you did. Because technically you uh, are innocent because the judge signed the search warrant in the wrong place. So, um, yeah, it, there's, a, there's a little bit of clashing here. I did appreciate the flashbacks. So I can't say I hate this, and it it was creative on, on a level. I'm going to say a uh, 2.5 out of 5, because I'll never watch it again, even though I didn't think it was despicable. Like part 4, who's trying to be part 3 and 5, who doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's my reading. Can we at least give him credit that they actually did kill Freddy? I mean, he's not Freddy in the new Nightmare, so they sort of stuck to their word. Oh no, wait, no, Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> never mind oh, darn. <laughs> yeah never mind okay so matt thanks for joining us sorry your memories are not as good as your reality 
Well, that's okay. Thanks for having me on. And if I could uh, take this moment right here to plug my podcast, it's called Banana Laser. It's on the Horophilia Network of Podcasts, horophilia.com. Uh, I host it with two other assholes. We talk a lot of horror and have a lot of fun, so you guys should check that out. Banana Laser. It makes no sense, but you'll have a great time. <sighs> awesome. Awesome. We'll all tune in for that. He did give it a three, too. He did give it the highest rating, so it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a bad experience for you. Um... You know what was actually fun was watching my girlfriend watch it for the first time <laughs> and just seeing her whole emotion deflate. And uh, she was falling asleep at one point. And I was like, what? You know, why are you falling asleep? And uh, So I could see Freddy. She's Wait. like, yeah, do you have to ask? <laughs> Wait, your girlfriend just watched Human Centipede 3. And this is the one that you're looking at her about? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know her reaction to that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, we had the best sex of our life afterwards. That's one. What was Tiffany's reaction to this one? I know she likes the first one. She thinks it's stupid. Well, good for her. <laughs> like when we looked at each other, it was just like she's like, "What? What is this?" I can't believe we're making love while this is on. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I did get her to, to drop some face in between the movie the, during that break, so that's pretty good. Good. Yep. So, guys, we'll be back next week. So we got two more movies, guys. So uh, let's tune in uh, for those, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall asleep. <laughs> I got a dentist appointment next week. I might not make it. Oh! See you next week. As the Skeleton Crew's A Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective continues. Same bedtime, same dead channel. <laughs>